G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. It is always encouraging to hear of brand new Christian ministry arms that are starting up and one to draw attention today to help prisoners who have just been released from prison. It's a program called the Restore Support Group. A special welcome to the studio, John Petrak, who is chaplain at Palin Creek in southeast Queensland, and two other guests, Gerald Ross and Luke Green, both former prisoners who are with us in the studio today. So a special welcome to you, John. Good day, Neil. Great to be here. And to you, Gerald. Hey, Neil. How are you going? And to you, Luke. Good afternoon, Neil. John, let's start with you, because uh, a program like this, an initiative which is partnering with a local church, dealing with a prison that's nearby, something that I guess if you're in any town, any city around the country, you could have a similar program happening. Is that the way you're working with this local church? I think so, Neil. I think we, uh, as a church, are called to minister to the needy in our uh, locality. And I think this is something that would really, really do well with the prisoners because they have so many needs when they come out. Uh, they need someone to sort of walk with them, to just love them, to, to, to listen to them, and to be able to just help them integrate into society, especially with affordable housing and employment, some family issues, connections or disconnections maybe, and just to show them that there is a higher purpose for their life, that God loves them, and then he's got a plan for them. And I think that makes a difference in anybody's life. And you would see this regularly, wouldn't you, John? Because as chaplain at a prison, the Palin Creek Prison Farm, uh, you're faced with this. You'll be farewelling some prisoners. And it must be always quite disturbing to see that oftentimes after not too long, you have prisoners coming back in because they've reoffended. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's disheartening when you see someone walk out and you wish them all the best and then maybe only a few months later you see them back in. I saw some guys come in four times and it's it's such a sad thing because you know they're not actually living when they're inside. It's just they're surviving. And uh, hence the Restore Support Group. Well, we can come alongside these guys and just help them deal with some difficult issues that they can't deal with by themselves and just come alongside them as Christians, love them and share the gospel with them, share that there's a, a really great purpose for them by the Heavenly Father <clears throat> and it makes all the difference. And of course you would have seen this time and again because a lot of people who are in prison find Christ because of Oftentimes, the good work that chaplains are doing, sharing the gospel, helping to get lives on track. And so this is something that is fairly common, that there'll be a lot of people who are finding Christ. But that support network that's required once they're out of prison to reintegrate back into society and to continue on strong as a Christian, sometimes that's not there. Absolutely. And and hence the, the Restore Support Group, I think, 
we all feel that God has led us this path because there was such a need there. Uh, I find the guys inside, because they have so much time to think, they tend to think about their lives, and they that's why you see so many come to Christ, because they tend to think about the purposes, why are they there, what, what's happening, and, and they tend to think about long-term for their life. Gerald yeah. Ross, you were a prisoner. You found yourself in, as John's saying, a place where you did have time to think about your life. What can you tell us about your story? Well, Neil... Um my story is that uh, I lived a life of, of crime up until the time I was arrested. So I was involved in drugs and gangs and things like that. Um, and when I was arrested and charged for uh, drug trafficking, um, I was taken to the remand centre. Now, I was living a life of selfishness. I was only following what I wanted to do. Um, I was very prideful and arrogant. And I didn't have any love or care for anyone else. So... I met a chaplain in there at Arthur Gorey Correctional Centre and after about uh, five to six weeks of, of spending time um, talking with him and, and him sharing the gospel and teaching me the truth about Christ and, and what Christ has done for me and the love that he has for me and, and the plan and purpose he has for my life, uh, I eventually gave my life to Christ and decided that I'm not going to live a life of just following pleasing myself and living in crime, but I'm going to live a life pleasing to God. And that means following him, seeking him, getting to know him, and also telling others and sharing my story with others and, and being uh, an encouragement to other people. So um, when I was being sentenced, in the process of getting sentenced, um, I was looking at a 10-year sentence, and I was fortunate that I only had to serve three years in, in prison in total. Uh, when I was went to the uh, Palin Creek Correctional Centre and I met a number of chaplains there. John Petrak was one of them. And he really encouraged me and, and helped teach me and, and share the gospel with me. And um, through that process, I learned, um, as well as obviously meeting other Christians at our chapel meetings that we had, um, I learned to love others, to forgive others, um, and just to, to show positive encouragement towards others. So, Gerald, you get your life on track. You find Christ. Your faith is in him. Mm-hmm. And then it comes time, you're nearing that time when you're going to be released. All of these memories start flooding back, all of the people you think you'll connect with when you're outside of prison. How was it for you then when you went back outside and uh, and you tried to resume your normal life? Well, it wasn't as difficult as I, I thought. I know I had God on my side, and I know I had a good support network. So the prison chaplains, uh, I stayed in contact with them, John Petrak obviously being one of them, and I spent time meeting up with them on a weekly basis for mentoring and support and also for that positive encouragement. But I also had other Christian friends so that when I got out, I still had their support as well. I had a few churches to go to, and um, I still had my family, which played a really big role in being able to help me with accommodation and help me find employment and things like that. So there were there are challenges of, of getting out of prison. Um, the things that most prisoners do find is that they they feel rejected, they feel isolated, they feel that no one really cares about them. Um, there's a lot of guilt and shame. Mm. So, But when I made the decision to come to Christ, that was all taken away. And I knew that you know God saw value in me uh, from there on. I became a child of God. And I saw things differently. So 
there, there are challenges, obviously, to being released from prison. And the, one of the m- major ones for me personally was not so much for accommodation or, or network support or friends, but it was to integrate back with society. That was probably the hardest thing, just getting used to being out of that type of environment and, you know, seeing traffic, going to a shopping centre, um, talking to people and just meeting people, I think was probably the the biggest challenge for me. But it only took a few months for me to readjust to society. And um, most of the time, no matter what I experienced, I had that peace and joy of Christ. So I knew that as long as I kept my focus on God, I was praying, I was reading his word, I was having that joyful fellowship with others. And I've been doing it ever since, and God has just really blessed me. He's shown me many things through this process. John, a lot of bases have to be covered for a prisoner who's coming out of jail, uh, as we've been hearing, you know, the accommodation, the employment. Mm-hmm. How important is it to get that telephone call to that prisoner who's out and trying to find their feet, trying to reintegrate, and there's the chaplain still walking alongside them? I think that's crucial. I think mentoring, I would say, would be number one a need or an ex-offender when he comes out. Somebody just to be there to listen to them, to just walk with them and, and just encourage them with any challenges they face and just speaking, speaking into their lives. And I think the second thing would be to plug into a local church. I think it's crucial to have a support network, like Gerald said, where you can have friends, other friends, that would encourage you and that you would learn how to worship God in a, in a church setting. I think it's very crucial. And you're partnering with the Bean Lee Baptist Church as the chaplain at the Palin Creek Prison Farm. We'll continue our conversation in just a few moments and we'll chat with Luke as well. But we're talking about a new initiative called the Restore Support Group for Southeast Queensland. And uh, these sorts of things can be implemented in towns and regional centres where there are prison facilities around Australia. We'll get some more inspiration in just a short while. We're taking some time to hear about a new initiative that's happening in southeast Queensland called the Restore Support Group. It's a group that is partnering with a local church, and in southeast Queensland, it's the Beanley Baptist Church. But we're talking about a prison farm called the Pallon Creek Prison Farm, and they've got a program for helping prisoners to reintegrate back into society after they've served their time behind bars. John Petrak is chaplain at Pallon Creek. John, when we talk about these things, and we're talking in the context of southeast Queensland, but this is a a very simple model that could be implemented in prisons and with local churches around Australia. Uh, how do you encourage people that, you know, you need to do something to connect with the prison chaplain so that you can be effective in helping prisoners to reintegrate? Absolutely. This model can be um, done anywhere in Australia. Any church that's interested, we could even help them out. Uh, and they can talk to their local chaplain that's already inside and just make connections with the prisoners, they can even uh, be able to go weekends and just make contact on the inside and visit these these guys. They they love to have someone just uh, to come and see them. So I think it is scalable. I think we could do it Australia-wide uh, and any church that would be interested. We are called by Jesus to help those in need. And I think prisoners, when they come out, they are needy. 
although there's a lot of challenges, I think they're worthwhile to actually step out by faith and help these guys. Uh, let me ask you about how you get on with the prison authorities, because I would assume that they'd be very supportive of any program that helps prisoners reintegrate. Uh, do you have that sort of support coming from within the prisons? Absolutely, yeah. They, the prison correctional centres, they are looking for different models that work, and they themselves have tried and tested different ways of reintegrating people. I think most of them work. Our one will be very unique because we'll be tailoring our support to the individual. So we'll be coming alongside two or three of us, the three of us that are here, and just asking the individual what are, what are their needs and sort of focusing and, and implementing a, a tailored support for these guys. And I think that in a larger scale with the Correctional Centre doesn't happen. What's exciting about what you're doing is while you, John Petrak, have been spearheading this new support group called the Restore Support Group, you actually have a former prisoner, Luke Green, who is ready to take over the leadership of this program. Uh, Luke is with us in the studio. Luke, you're looking forward to something of a launch uh, to get things up and running. But but before we talk about that, just a, a little bit of detail about your own story and having found Christ in prison. Yeah, thanks, Neil. Um, so I did. Um, I went to prison three years ago now. Um, was sentenced to an eight-month sentence, and uh, went to the farm. Was on a low classification, um, and then found the Lord at the Palin Creek Farm through a few light bulb moments. And then um, met this guy John, and um, yeah, journeyed with me the whole time, and gave me his time whenever I needed any questions I had. Anything I wanted to know, he was there. And um, that support was something that I'd never experienced before. And uh, I guess those memories would just always be with me. And I guess that's why this program is here now. So when you find Christ and then you go through a period of time where you're under a fairly intense discipleship in prison and then you've made a transition out of prison, you've kept connection with the chaplain, John Petrak, and now you're moving into a role where you'll take on a new level of leadership. This is a very exciting thing because I know that in Christian churches everywhere, we love to see people who've come from a place where they've, they've found Christ at a low point in their life, and then they find their way to a position where they're then helping others. That's exciting stuff. Yeah, very exciting, Neil. Um, going to prison, I never thought this would be the outcome. I never thought I'd be sitting in this chair three years later. So I guess if God needed me to go to jail to help 7,000 other prisoners inside, well, I guess I'm happy to head that program up and do the best that I can. So you'll be heading up the Restore Support Group, and I know you'd like opportunities to, to talk to local churches around your area. Have you, have you been on the phone or have you knocked on some doors? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, we've spoken at some churches about the program and just let them know what we're doing. But now that we're ready to launch the program and, and really hit the ground running, we would love to be able to come and just share 10 minutes of our time at your church on a Sunday morning and um, just let you guys know what we're doing and um, that I guess there's going to be people out there that are going to really catch the fire for this and they'll have a heart. I'm sure most people, someone in their family's done something wrong and been saved by God. So 
And your plan is that when prisoners come out of jail, uh, you'll be helping them to get on their feet. Uh, And one of the ways you'll do that is by having things like a community care program where you're going to be helping people in communities. And you'll have uh, former prisoners being involved in mowing and general garden maintenance type of uh, issues. How important is something like that 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 actually gives someone uh, something physical to do to actually uh, keep their mind on what they're doing? Oh, so important. The sense of self-worth is just amazing because if they can come out, have a house, have food and have two days of work just to give them that sense of, yep, I'm really like contributing back to the world instead of being downtrodden and told that they can't do anything. Well, I just can't see how that's not the most powerful thing when they're, and they'll get a skill out of it. They'll learn to do mowing, cleaning, um, to say the world that might not be the most empowering thing, but these guys, you know, might have served a life of crime. So to them being able to have a job and pay their way, oh, I can't, I can't begin to put into words what that would do for a prisoner of 20 years. John Petrak, when you have prisoners out of jail getting reintegrated into society, how important is it for them to link with a local church, actually come under some level of oversight to a local pastor to be involved in local church activities? Absolutely important. We had uh, just this year, we had about six guys come out and all the ones that plugged in to a local church, they have stayed out and they're doing really, really well. Some of the ones that sort of missed out on church, um, you see them struggle and, uh, and you see some of them even back inside. So I think plugging into church is God's idea. He has established the church and I think it's good for all of us, but especially when you come out first thing, I think it's great just to have guys to pray with, to, to be ministered to and to maybe learn to minister to others as well in a local church. And just before I let you go, of course, uh, Vision Radio is on the air at Palin Creek Prison Farm. Uh, How important is it to have Christian Radio uh, in a prisoner's existence? Absolutely. I mean, uh, Vision Radio is so clear at Palin Creek, and the guys listen to it, and they tell us stories every time we come in, so it's very exciting. I mean, that's probably one of the best things that's happened. Out there, and there's no website yet, or is there? No website because we need some finances to to get it up and running. Okay, how will people get in touch with you? Uh, just my phone number there, and Luke's phone number or Gerald's phone number. At the moment, we are just about ready to get website up and running and some promo video and that sort of thing. Okay, well, I'll have that phone number on hand, and uh, if there are listeners that want to make contact. Uh, with the new Restore Support Group. And for those in southeast Queensland, even to be a part of the team that's going on here, or as John has suggested, uh, sharing some of the systems and some of the simple processes that you can do in your community if you have a local church in proximity to one of the local prisons. Uh, To you, John Petrak and uh, Gerald Ross and Luke Green, thanks so much for taking some time to be with us today on 2020. Thank you for having us, Neil. Thank you, Neil. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Neil. Thanks so much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more 
or donate today at visionradio.org.au.